Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. An emergency episode because Game 3 literally just wrapped up like five minutes ago. Uh, yeah. Heartbreaking loss. Heartbreaking loss, Super man. heartbreaking, man. Um, hey. I don't even know. I don't even know that, where to start at, to be honest. That, may, so, that may be one so of Durant's best performances, bro. Say it again. And Whose performance? It, one of KD's best performances. Oh, yeah, for sure. Coincidentally, coincidentally, on the same night, is probably Steph's worst performance. One for 10 from three, 10 points. Where, yeah. where Clay Thompson had 11 points. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Only a couple so, people were in double digits, and it it was like Jordan Bell, JaVale McGee. It wasn't even like they big players, but Kevin Durant putting up almost 50, right? Did he end up with like 47, 48, something like that? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, career And so, it's, yeah. It's, it's heartbreaking because it seemed like that was the Cavs game to win, you know? Another they, one. Yeah. Another one. The second mm-hmm. game in the series. They, they, it, they were so close to being up two one in this series. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, in the game, in the game with with, with Steph Curry and Clay combined for twenty one points, you, you got have to win those game. games. You got to win that game. It's, yes, because everybody was hitting shots too. Everybody was hitting shots for the Cavs, and they were still like they still couldn't get above the hump. They couldn't get what? They couldn't get above the hump. Whatever. Like the role players was doing well. Mm-hmm. Which finally came around. They still can get over the hump. So what y'all thinking? Sweet. That's it. I think that's it. Nah. I mean, this is the same situation we were in last year, right? Three zero, and LeBron turned mm-hmm. it around and got one game. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, this is a different feel, man. It's, yeah, because they, it's they not, haven't been able LeBron's to close been it. Going out. All yeah, those like, those mm-hmm. those two games that they had. That kind of take the life out of you when you lose games yeah. that you had. When the other mm-hmm. team don't win it, you mm-hmm. just lose the game. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, you know that that take the heart out of out of a team. Before we go um, even deeper, let me just tell people that's listening. This is uh, an emergency podcast, which means that the boys are not in the studio, so things may sound a little bit differently because we're doing everything over the phone. We don't have D Mills right now, so it's just us three. He may come in a little bit later, but maybe not. So just and, a, and it's fresh, this fresh. So like I don't have no stat sheet in front right. of me to say this you is know, yeah, I, I five minutes you. game just yeah. over. Yeah, so. I'm still collecting my thoughts. This ain't like we had the the normal two or three day break where we right. get to settle with our thoughts in and whatnot. And the I, reason we've been doing this is because the next ep- real episode may be the end of the series. Yeah, yeah, already. Maybe the end of the series, man. What did you guys think of the officiator? I thought it was okay. I, I was okay yeah. with it today. I was okay yeah. with it today. Mm, I, I know, man. Happy with it because yeah, I mean, yeah, you know something I also noticed about officiating during this game. It was some times where it was some calls that was blatant, and, and Kevin Durant had 43, to be exact. Mm-hmm. I know okay. we just talked about that, but it's so hard to be an official because it's like these dudes will commit a foul and argue with you, and they'd be like, bro, Draymond Green, <laughs> you you fouled him, bro. Right. What do you, why, why are you arguing with me? I, thought, I think him in the eye. Tyler um, said it in the – we were in the uh, party talking about the game that was going on. He said, is it, are, is it really a foul if the person that got called for the foul doesn't complain about it? It's like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's very rarely do you see players just own it up. Like, yeah, I did it. Because a lot of times the refs are true. Like, got that right call, but nobody want to admit it. And Because yeah. I see Draymond Green – Draymond Green and Equal Dollar argue the call, and then, like, the next play they came down to argue that they got fouled. <laughs> so it's like, bro, like – did you do you know what uh call i'm talking about when it was at uh 
What was the call again? KB, we were just like, it was just like the Durant play when they had overturned. Yeah, so oh, um, it was supposed to be an offensive foul on LeBron, yep. but they called it on Curry when they reviewed it. Yeah, because his really arm got locked. They did that. They went about that well. Yeah, because uh, this this game they did something differently. Where I guess the NBA Twitter page was live tweeting the game or something weird like that. Um, and that was the first time they ever did. It. I don't follow the NBA referee page because why would I? But yeah. I guess they were live tweeting and they were saying whether calls were right or wrong. And I guess that was one they were like, yeah, they they were right with uh, overturning it because he definitely locked LeBron's arm up right there. Mm, yep. And then that was his third foul, which, I mean, it didn't really play a part into the game too much because he still played a lot of minutes. He just wasn't really hitting shots. Mm. I knew once he hit that one, it was going to be that one where it's going to be like, damn, it's going to be come right at the end. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of them heartbreakers, too, because that put them up, I think, four or six. Speaking of heartbreakers, we got Kevin Durant. 2.0 same spot it looked like it was a little bit deeper than last year yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it definitely deeper definitely did you deeper. see that you definitely seen the end game interview when he was talking about it no he said he just said he just needed a clean look at it and he didn't want you know he didn't want to go down there and take a bad shot so he just got a good look and let it go and that was so contested a lot yeah. of his shots that he made today were contested jumpers but mm-hmm. he got it right over the hand of uh, Jeff Green was on a lot of those or whoever it was he got it right over their hand Kevin Love Kevin Love Kevin did actually Love. a I mean, pretty good job switching it or getting like contesting those switches, but a lot of times he just couldn't do much about it. And this is why this is a prime example of why I didn't understand the people that went out and said like, "Man, I'm not watching the finals. It's not going to be competitive." Two out of these three games were really competitive, and the one game that wasn't, it was competitive until the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, like those games, these games could have went either way. It's just that somehow the Cavs haven't been able to close it out. You think about it, man. The Warriors have so much, so many pieces that they're two of their top three scores both scored eleven points or lower, and they still got out with a victory. Imagine mm-hmm. if LeBron ended the game with ten points; it would be a, a forty-point loss for the Cavs. It's just, it's just, it's just so crazy how much fire this team has, and that's just why at the end of the day, I think that this is going for. I just, I just think it's, I think it's done. It's the moral. This victory or this loss has to be demoralizing. If game one wasn't demoralizing enough, this one definitely is going to get to some people. Yeah, I would definitely love to be a, a fly on the wall in that locker room. Um, and, and, and again, <laughs> I've been doing this all playoffs long, but again, when I look at the stats, I got some numbers in front of me. Uh, very subtle numbers, but Kyle Corver, I know he played 10 or 15 plus minutes, 0. 0.0 assists, two rebounds. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Green, <laughs> he, three he points, had about like only one or two good looks. Yeah. Jeff Green, three honest. points, one assist, zero rebound. Um, Rodney Hood played his ass off today, 15 and six. Just perfect. That's that Rodney Hood I pictured that the Cavs would be getting th- throughout this entire postseason. Um, Larry Nance, five points and three rebounds. They they need a little bit more rebound from him. And Tristan Thompson, eight point seven rebounds. I, yeah. I, I damn near need double digit rebound from Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. every night. But every night, you say those stats, but it, it didn't feel like that, right? It felt like that the role players definitely stepped up this game. Yeah, and then That's they, because when you look at J.R. Smith, he had a better game, even though he only had thirteen. And mm-hmm. then when you look at Rodney Hood, right? Yeah. Yeah, those two definitely mm-hmm. definitely stepped up. And then Ke- and Kevin Love played a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes. And you can tell it wasn't just like him game. taking those jumpers. He was posting up and getting yes. close to the paint. Yes. He had a bucket on Durant where he, he, yes, he actually made a grown man move to the basket. Reminiscent I had a look Minnesota. I was watching the game with a couple yeah. of my homies, and I looked over and was like, wow. That that reminds me of Minnesota's Kevin Love. Um, yeah, I, this is, like like Contreras said, demoralizing is the perfect word. 
I, I just it's just like what can you do? Mm-hmm. Like you cannot you can't ask for a game where Steph Curry shoots one for ten from three. You can't like you can't even imagine that. You can't even like I never in my life would would guess a, a game in Cleveland. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for twenty one points. Yep, it's crazy. Twenty one points. Coming into this game, I thought that Steph Curry was a Finals MVP favorite, but after this game, KD may have stole it. He may have stole Finals yeah. MVP. It was a point in the game where it was like a minute left, and I think Curry either got the rebound or got an inbound pass, and Durant just called for it and walked it up. And you could tell, like that was that was his moment. You know what I'm saying? And he took advantage of it. There was one play very very late in the game like this was even after the Kevin Durant shot they were still in that game after Kevin Durant shot yeah and then J.R. Smith got hit back door by Draymond Green for a layup yep. and at that point it was like okay it's over you you cannot get beat back door in that situation and it happened yeah. in this game yeah. I, yeah I think I think it wasn't even he just got beat back door I think he I think they went for the trap on that didn't they no he got I don't back yeah door. no he was just sitting in the corner doing nothing and you know why Draymond just slid through shot. Is demoralizing. His his mind is not even on that play. His mind is on wow. Kevin Durant just hit that damn shot. Yeah, I don't know. KD just so, uh, this was his game. Going on? I got so. How good is LeBron James? Very. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because like you were like, you thinking like like is KD better than LeBron? No, no, no. Hell no. No, never. <laughs> I I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of it like this team has Kevin oh, Durant. Yeah. One uh, uh, probably the best score. Even if he doesn't like have the overall most points, we've never seen a score at this seven foot with a dribble. Yeah, I was trying to tell you. Turn around phase will dunk on you, shoot ninety percent from the free throw line. He's an MVP. Then we have a two time MVP in Steph Curry, the first ever unanimous, the best shooter ever. And then after that, we have a perennial All Star, uh, one of the best two way wings in the game right now, Clay Thompson, who's probably a top five shooter to ever play. And then we have Draymond Green, who is low-key a very transcendent player in this era because, you know, he's a, the typical small ball four who can be like a Swiss Army knife. He's not the greatest shooter, actually struggled a lot this postseason, but he can um, make the defense respect his shot enough to open up the floor for the other guys. He had nine assists and ten points tonight, um, defensive player of the year. And these guys are barely still beating LeBron, who starting point guard is George Hill. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that same thing. I think about that every uh, every playoff series he's been in this year. Like, how how is he carrying his team? Because going into the, they were the worst defense. And you know I, what they yeah. say about the playoffs? Defense wins champions, but I don't even know. His backcourt is George Hill and J.R. And J.R. Smith. And we're going to add Derek yeah. to the call right now so we can continue talking, but just know Derek will be added. Yeah, like yeah, that that's why I asked the question. Just because yeah, he, I, I know exactly what you mean. And like, what makes it so like funny is he's thirty five years old, fifteen season. Yes, thirty five years old, fifteen season. And I'm like, wow, how is he playing forty seven minutes a night? Yeah, you know, consistently. Yes. I, I just I just look at that and think, how is he not dead tired? Eighty two games this season. Every game that the Cavs have played, he's played. Hello, Derek, is that you, brother? Derek. Hello. Can you hear us? A little bit. <laughs> basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, 
There's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. But yeah, I, I completely agree with y'all saying that this is like, it's weird to say, but I think this is the best version of LeBron. I mean, people are arguing that his uh, my. Miami season, his last MVP season was better, but I don't know. I really, I really just don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm taking this one. I'm taking this one. Mm-hmm. I'm taking this one by far. I mean, the, the load on that Miami team was not even close to the load that he's carrying right close. now. Not even close. Not even close. And that was what, like four or five years younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a lesser load. Um, yeah. I, 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 and the game, the the way he plays now versus then. Still very dominant. LeBron has always been one of the best players in the league since he stepped on the floor. Yes. But this, the, the shot-making ability, the clutchness, um, the control of the game, never settled. That LeBron still get rattled in certain situations and things like that. But this this LeBron is always calm, cool, collective. I mean, teammates miss shot after shot after shot. Yes. And then it's still going and going and going. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I like how you said he didn't settle, bro. Cause he he was driving majority of the whole game, and it was a yeah, point he where he looked one like one questionable he, three. That was it. Yeah, he took one questionable. Yep. and it looked like he had he had kind of rolled his ankle early, but he just yes, tightened and, and back bounced up. right back. Bounced yep. right back. It, it, it's really uh, a joy to be able to witness something like this. I know you know a lot of people, a lot of the old heads bring up Michael Jordan. Of course, we were very very young um, in that era, but to be able to witness this. You know, I'm I'm perfectly fine with missing out on the Michael Jordan era, being able to w- witness this and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, Ellen Iverson, um, and then when we look at the new the new names in the in the league with the Greek freaks, Ben Simmons, six ten, you know, uh, point guards, Kevin Durant is a seven footer, shooting from thirty five feet. Uh, it's just uh, an incredible time to be an NBA basketball fan. What does this team need? If LeBron James were to stay, what does this team need? I think it needs like realistically. Realistically, I'm sorry. It needs to solidify a like a second option, a, a solidified second option. Kevin Love is there, but he's just not like a Kyrie's going to be there. Like you was talking about Kemba Walker going to the Cavs, or you yeah, know, that, that's, 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 that's that's something they need. I somebody think, that can get them a bucket. Yeah, I think they need shot creators. I think they need a bona fide shot creator. Like Rodney Hood is a shot creator. We just saw that in Game Three. He can create a shot. But I'm talking about bona fide. If you think about MVP or championship teams in the past, you had Kyrie Irving. You have Golden the Golden State Warriors. They have two shot creators. Yeah. They you know like you need shot creating guys. And LeBron is literally the only guy on this team that's a premier. Shot creator. That's why from here on out, I'm going to continue to bring up the Kemba Walker thing because I think that's that just makes too much. When I watch this team, I just be like, man, Kemba Walker. Uh, they they like Kemba Walker. I need to see Kemba Walker with this team if LeBron returns. I need to because I just don't know what else realistically is out there. I know that they have that eighth pick. Um, it's very strange to to see what else they need. You know, I mean, of course they would 
they could use another big man. But, I mean, it's only so much you can do with big man on LeBron teams. You, you know, know what uh, I think they need as far as, like, big man goes? They need, like, a tall man. You know what I mean? Because JaV- JaVale McGee is pretty much unguardable right now with the Cavs roster yeah. because he's just so mm-hmm. tall over everybody. The, the tallest guy on their team is basically LeBron, right? You know, yep. Je- him, Jeff Green, Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, they're all like the same height. They don't have a lanky big man. They can yep. use something like that. Even if he only yeah. plays mm-hmm. five minutes a game, he can he could match up with those JaVale McGee minutes and yeah, try to I, defend him. Tyson Chandler, uh, Tyson Chandler, I mean, you know, is intriguing for that for that type of role. I know, you know, he makes, what, like 11 million a year. But they can um, take him on. I'm telling you, there yeah. are plenty of bodies that are going to be out there for free agency, big man bodies that they can go out. You ain't even got to get mm-hmm. the Tyson Chandler 11 million. You can just, I'm sure there's going to be guys that will be willing to sign minimums to, if LeBron stays, to play with LeBron. Like, yeah. I, I, I think people are right now questioning whether or not it's good to play with LeBron. But I know people around the league know that playing with LeBron equals success. And people and are going to be like, I want to be with that. I'm going to throw out a name out there who messed up some potential money for him in the future. Nowhere. New Orleans, right? Yes. New Orleans, nowhere. He, mm-hmm. he would capitalize and, benef- and, and, and benefit from a year. A short, short-term, short very uh, one-year deal type thing with the Cavs. You play in the playoffs. You play in the, the, the uh, finals um, and, and show that you're valuable and that that, that Dallas Mavericks situation was just, um, you know, peculiar or just wasn't for you. Uh, that that would be interesting. Um, he's young, you know what I mean. Um, he is your typical. He he's in that lane of a Clint Capella. If, if, if y'all get what I'm saying, he's not he's not a guy you post feed and, mm-hmm. and let make moves. He's yeah. not he's going to rebound, do some rim protecting, and you, and throw some lobs to him for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I say the Clint Capella mode for him. But yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's going to be some names out there. Um, but the thing I do like about Tyson Chandler is he brings a veteran presence. Yeah, he's um, mm-hmm. on a he's team a champion. like the Phoenix Suns, who are trying to get younger and, and are rebuilding. So they might, um, what do you call it, buy him out? Um, and you know him being him being older, he's going to want to play for a team that's that's competing um, or contending. If he was to get bought out, and he's a champion. So yep. Mm-hmm. Hey Derek, uh, yeah, since you came into the. Came into the call a little late. Is, is there anything about the game that you noticed or that you want to talk about specifically? Uh, what I really just noticed that they kept switching Kevin Love on to KD, and I thought that was really just a big downfall of their defense. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, why would LeBron allow that to keep happening? When Iggy was not even sending a legit screen, he was just running by him, and they kept switching yeah. it each time. And I was yeah, like, I'm surprised they didn't. Why, like, why would y'all keep letting that happen? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't play off Draymond and Andre Iguodala more and try to trap KD more. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Iggy was literally just running by them, and they would switch it each time. He wasn't even yeah. setting the screen. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think that comes down to like coaching game plan. You know, that's that's probably yeah. just what Tyronn Lue wants them to do, regardless of whether or not it's a good idea. So they just, they listen to coach. And right now, I don't know if listening to coach is the right decision because coach is not that good. Hey, we also got, we all, we also got to be fair. Let, let's be honest. It, it's a lot easier said than done whenever right. you talk about the Warriors. Because yep. as soon as you try to get fight through that scheme, KD could already be gone. So oh, they maybe they just throwing the switch do, at him already. The, the moments you do decide to trap him, Draymond Green decides to hit shot. We've seen that before. 
or Andre Iguodala hit shots. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to even say if they hit shots. I'm going to say if, if you are doubling off Draymond Green or Andre Iguodala, they will drive in and make that play. So it's kind of hard. Like, they're the best pieces, even if you're going to trap them. They're, they're not the no, best. No, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I've seen people look up uh, Draymond Green, and he still somehow goes out and, and makes a play. Yeah. So they they real good with the handoff screen type things. And cutting um, back, back door. They are really yeah. good at cutting back door. Yeah, Sean Livingston and Green and Iggy, they get them cutting back door all the time because they everybody's watching KD and Steph uh, at the top, and you can't get caught ball watching against them. That'll make you pay. Um, and that that kind of sealed the deal on the game tonight. Um, because I, I agree. Draymond Green, Draymond Green, cut back door for that dunk. And, yeah, in the last yep. couple, that's what we seconds. talked about before you was here. Yeah, because that that four point game uh, was definitely you get a stop and you score, and it's a two point game. I, I mean. Of course, they still are favored to win that game, but it just gives you a little bit more hope or a little bit more chance um, to do something, you know, something miraculous to, would to you, fight for that. Would you agree with Charles Barkley, who said that KD won the game single-handedly? No. Yeah. No. I think, I, for the most part, yes. No. Because that one three that Curry did hit was very big for them at the time. Yeah, it was a big three. The shoot. If you, you know, it's not all the players are going to be off for nine from three and then just take, take that tenth three that he did. And uh, mm-hmm. that was a very big three, in my opinion. Yeah. And um, I, see, I, see. I don't think anybody on the Warriors can ever single-handedly win just because even when they have bad games, their presence is so strong. Klay Thompson can struggle all series, but he's going to – you have to respect him. Steph Curry can struggle all series long, but his presence alone opens up so many opportunities for so many other players. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, and, and and I just think that you cannot um, overlook or take for granted just just that in itself. You know, right? Curry I, Curry makes plays without the ball in. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mentioned that like, in the uh, video uh, like a week ago. I was like, if Stephen Curry goes over ten from the field, which he damn near did tonight, um, he just his presence alone impacts the game because your defense has to be differently to make sure he never gets an open look. Yep, and that's how guys like, like Jordan Bell end games with ten points and seven rebounds, like tonight, because five five of his baskets came from just those slips because two guys are running at Steph Curry, right? And he just slipped for a dunk, and he's and he's missing dunks. He missed about three of them, uh, which if, if he get, if he start making those, he he could be you know getting fifteen points and then eight rebounds a night on a, uh, a championship team, which is incredible because he's just a rookie, even though you know. We forget sometimes. He Jordan Bell is definitely a rookie. I think he's got a great fit with the Warriors. I think that's the best team for him. Yeah, man. I just I feel the same way about Patrick McCall, Kevon Looney. Those are guys that if you put them other places, maybe they're not as good looking as they oh, are on the Warriors. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Even definitely. even um, Quinn Quinn Cook. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's some people. Nice. Some people say that about Draymond Green. You could. I mean, uh, early, you can argue. Early in his career, I believe so, but I think he's kind of found his identity now. By now, that if you put him on a couple different teams, I think he, he would still have an impact. Would it be significant enough to make yeah. that team a contender? I don't know, yeah. but I think if you trade Paul Millsap for Draymond Green, the Denver Nuggets are a sure shot playoff team. Yeah, I think anytime yeah. you put people that. that can put the ball in the cup around him, he's going to thrive. Like, if you put him on that Boston Celtics team, Yes. He would go crazy. He would be flirting with a triple-double every game out there because he's so good at making those plays. Yep. yep. Any type of emotion offense, he's going to be golden out there. That's why, for some reason, I just I, I just love the thought of him being with the 
the uh, Nuggets. Uh, him and Jokic, two big men who can pass, and then the rest of their guards aren't traditional playmaking guards. You got like Gary Harris and Jamal Murray who can stretch the floor and shoot and just spot up. Uh, I think I feel like he wouldn't like to play with Jokic though because he's such a defensive minded person, and Jokic is not that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good and point. I think I think that would really frustrate him, and they wouldn't get along probably. But Jokic's so good offensively, I think he can make up for it because Stephen Curry ain't like the. Ideal yeah. defending point guard. I mean, he looks good as a team defender because he's surrounded by Clay, Draymond, and, and, and Kevin Durant. But uh, theoretically, uh, Stephen Curry isn't your typical defensive. No, he's not. Like, no, he's not yeah. at all. There's not really many point guards in the league that are defensive stoppers. Besides, yeah, yeah. Besides Patrick Beverly, you, you're right. Yeah. yeah, they all they all pretty much kill each other each night. So yeah, so if he could put up with that and and um. We we all we just talking out of context anyway. I don't think Draymond Green would be a nugget, right? Um, yeah, but somebody so did to me on Twitter about our discussion about Steph Curry being one of the best point guards, and they was they they had a they they couldn't believe or fathom the thought of us putting Curry above Stockton already. And I just wanted to hear what y'all had to say about that. Say that one more time. A guy, a, a fan of the show, D, uh, not DM me, but tweeted me um, about our last episode when we were talking about Curry's. Uh, plates mm, right. and uh, the all-time great point guards, and he just couldn't fathom the thought of us putting Curry ahead of Stockton already. Yeah, I got, I got him there. I don't know. I, I understand his argument when you look at what John Stockton averaged in assists, and he's the all-time leader in steals. Those yeah, are records that have been there for a long time. But you got to think about. I mean, this is a league where winning is super important, and it's not the the end-all, be-all, but it definitely, definitely makes you a better player. Uh, yeah. When it comes to ranking, if you are a leader of a team that wins, and John Especially Stockton you, didn't win, and he, Steph Curry changed the game. Let's just be honest. So mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. just crazy. I was gonna the say game. you got one. Of the, you got one of the, the best pass in the league, but you literally got the best shooter in the league who could do just as you know, almost just as good passing first, the ball and doing everything. First unanimous MVP in the history. Yep. We're talking about a league that had Shaq, one of the, the dominant players ever. Will change LeBron, LeBron, league with the head Jordan, shit, yeah, Jordan, yes, and he was the first unanimous ever, which to me is questionable. It's very questionable. I'm, a, you know, conspiracy theory in that type of area, but it is what it is, and you give credit when it's due. And he is the first and only unanimous MVP the league has ever seen, and and he's a two time MVP, and like Mike said, the greatest shooter of all time. So that kind of offsets the um, greatest pass of all time argument type thing, and 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 then like controls it. The two rings, you know, winning isn't the end-all, be-all, but it definitely plays a significant part when you bring up that all-time great discussion. And he has two of them, looking like he's about to get three. And, of course, if they win this, this team isn't going to break up anytime soon. And we're talking four or five um, at the end of his career, which is uh, a class a class to be the number one point guard. You know, the, the fact that it's even in the discussion right now, Steph Curry is only 30, is, is, is says everything because he's still, in my opinion, has five significant years left and because he's such a shooter and his game isn't dependent on athleticism Mm -hmm. that still gives him at least eight more years to play good basketball before we see a significant drop off to where he's just uh unless unless his ankles unless his ankles yeah yeah of course of injury yeah yeah yeah. you know what i thought of during this game you know how they they announced the mvps and everything after the season yeah yeah i felt like they like these playoffs have changed my mind. Like at first, I thought it was James Harden, you know, but now it's I'm like it's got to be LeBron. 
But, yeah, bro. I, yeah, that's why I was so. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm, I was big LeBron. LeBron had got my vote because I'm just. I, like I, I've been seeing this all season. Like, I just can't believe this team is doing what it's done. Yeah, exactly. I can see what you saying, Mike. We, it's crazy because we didn't think they would make to, make it to the finals. I didn't. I sure as hell didn't. We're giving they're yeah. giving the best team in the league a hard time. Yeah, I guess it's a series. It's a series, but these games have been a lot been closer. Really close. These They've games really are close. closer than they were last year when yeah. they had Kyrie Irving. Kyrie mm-hmm. had thirty-eight and then forty in both of those and those two games at home. And, and I remember they won a game two of last year's finals with complete blowouts. Complete blowouts. The Warriors ran them out the gym. And and we are three games in, and every game has had me at the edge of my seat, paying close attention to every single thing that's going on. So that's very, very, very interesting. And game two was closer than it looked on paper. Right. Yeah, I'm telling people that. Yeah, the Cavs kind of threw the towel in around the five minute mark, and you know, Seti Osman and then uh, um, low on confidence Rodney Hood and Jordan Clarkson ain't really going to do much. With five minutes left. We got, what do we get? We had zero Jordan Clarkson minutes today, right? Yeah, zero, zero. Yeah, yeah. It should have been that way. <laughs> man, it is kind of true. Yeah, it moment. is kind of true, man. He, uh, yeah, at the, at the moment. Rodney, you know, Rodney, Rodney did. Um, you know, it's like I said, first playoff go around, playing with LeBron James is not easy. Yeah, and, uh, I was the, he, he that's just what I was has saying, no like, identity with this team. I, 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 like, I go back and I watch those Celtics games, and he was very passive and hesitant and scared to shoot. And now he comes to the finals very aggressive and trying to shoot as if somebody pulled him to the side and say, man, shoot. And now he's t- he took that, and now he's doing too much. So he just got to find himself and get comfortable. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. I'm really like – it's so Because, Mike, we, we know what Jordan Clarkson is about. Yeah, we know what Jordan Clarkson is about. I was going to say the same thing about Larry Nance. Like, they just went from a, a team that wasn't on – like, they didn't make the playoffs for consecutive years – to now they're, yeah, you know, in the career. finals and everything. Like, it's such a different environment. How are you going to live up to expectations? What are your expectations? Everything you're supposed to do. Jordan Clarkson, he's been kind of poor so far, but Larry Nance is not doing too bad. You know what I'm saying? He's been elite. He had a one double. He basically had a double double that one game. Yeah, he's definitely uh, contributed to them. Yeah, All yeah. I like what he's doing. He's, he's being confident. And it's crazy because they, they were going to him in the post. They've been trying to slow down the game against the Warriors by, like, bully balling them downstairs, like, down low. And Larry Nance, I'm looking at, like, he, he never really was a prototypical post player. But, you know, if they're going to try to beat him down, he's not doing too bad of a job. Definitely. You know what's crazy? I look at these games. And when LeBron, when they lose, like LeBron doesn't look really mad, except for like game one. Mm-hmm. When he should, had, should he be mad? Yeah, no, because he's it's like, nothing he can do, bro. It's out of his control at this point. It's out. It's out of his control. That's why the number one question that I'm asked by our fans and people who uh, view our show is that, um, uh, where is LeBron going? I just, I just don't see him leaving. I, I said it. I don't know if there's a perfect fit for him somewhere else. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't think it helps his legacy if he was to go and join the Rockets. Like that, that yeah. he leaves again to go ring chase. I think he would be more respected losing to this team over and over than running to join some team to beat them. And him on the Rockets, it sense. wouldn't even. It would. It would be three people trying to ISO consistently. Like I don't know. 
And then would you want LeBron really spotting up for you? I mean, I don't know. Because we said the same thing about Chris Paul, right? When Chris Paul joined the Rockets, it was hard to imagine that happening. But they were 3-2. They were, you know, half away from beating them, and, and, and he got hurt. So, you know, I, at this point, I don't I don't know what to think because yeah. I, I was not a big believer in the Rockets' uh, Chris Paul, James Harden type thing, but they made mm-hmm. it work. If and Kevin Durant come out of the Rockets, Durant, you even really want to go and try to get LeBron James to put in that mix? Because, like, technically you were there. Your second best player got hurt. He literally missed the last two games. Mm-hmm. And you lost them. So do you want to make a drastic – of course you always want to improve. But do you want to make a, a very because adding LeBron James to the team? Yeah, that team you know, is it's attractive and it sounds good, but it's so much that goes into that, and then you it's, it's a lot that you have to give up to get that. So do you even want to do that? Uh, you know, and, and Chris Paul saying he want a max contract, you got to pay Capella. I just don't know. You know, I just don't know. If I'm the Rockets in the front office, I'm very pleased, and I, and, and and you know, of course, you're disappointed that Chris Paul got hurt. But to be in a position that you were in, that's everything that you asked for. That's everything you asked for. And you can literally tell yourself, we were a half away from winning without our second best player against the greatest team, one of the greatest teams of all time. I, I might want to bring that team back and, and pray for health and try to and try to address some spots. You know what I mean? Of course, you would still try to get, a, get rid of Ryan Anderson's contract. You may, you know, if you can go and get Will Barton. And then he can come off your bench instead of Gerald Green. Maybe, of course, you would upgrade somehow, some way. But drastically, I, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. All right. Do y'all think if Kevin Durant comes out in game four and have another monster game like tonight, you think he wins finals? Oh, so I think it's no over doubt. already. It's a, no doubt. Yeah, if he no does doubt. it again, it's a wrap. Because no the, all, all he has to do next game is just play good. Like, you yeah. don't have to play great he just played good because even you said it last episode Derek. like he had a very underratedly good game it was overshadowed by Steph but he yeah. still had a really he's averaging 31.7 points per game in the finals right now 31.7 yeah. 10 rebound 10.7 rebounds and seven assists that is ridiculous he's stats. probably shooting a very good field goal percentage yeah definitely yeah, he shot yeah. It, it's almost surprising game. when he misses like you don't expect him to miss yep yep that's why I was surprised when they kept putting Kevin Love on him. You don't want to put Kevin Love in that situation. It's going to be real interesting, man. I can't wait to see y'all Saturday morning. And and I don't know what, what we're going to be talking about. It's a potential uh, possibility we'll be talking about a sweep or, you know, we'll be talking about some uh, LeBron James yeah, animals, heroic. Um, yeah, 60-point triple-double. It's the only, only uh, way it seemed like, right? Right. Because <laughs> 50 wasn't enough. 51 yeah. enough alright thank so y'all so I'll much y'all for, uh, Saturday, man. for being here and listening to the emergency episode of the podcast and we'll be back on the regular schedule hey, on before Sunday before we leave y'all make sure y'all go in y'all join that Patreon man uh-huh. link is in our Twitter descri- description or bio I believe Facts. one dollar just one dollar a month you get in there you get some good basketball talk not just with us but We've built the um, other fans. It's close. It's a, like 80 people now. Something similar to that. Very, very good basketball discussions. Even things outside of basketball, rap, fashion, all type of stuff. Anime, games, Fortnite. Good Got it people, all. good conversations. You go in there, meet some people, man, and just talk and uh, hang out with us. Basically. Yes, sir.